I was listening to a book mm -hmm. and also some Natalie Merchant music when you were in the shower because I'm trying to learn that song San Andreas Fault, mm -hmm. which sounds fairly easy. Mm. So I'm excited about that. And then Joshua Weissman was on another YouTube channel recently and I never heard of it, but he posted something about it on his thing. Mm -hmm. So I press start on the video, but I only watched like the first minute and it's like this lady and I guess they're going to be testing all these spicy noodles. Really? Yeah. Hmm. To see how spicy they are? Or? Exactly. Wow. Okay. So that's going to be interesting. Wow. I always find it cool when a YouTuber I like turns me on to somebody else. Uh-huh. I like it too. Or they do, uh, they do collabs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the first video I saw from Joshua Weissman was about sourdough starter. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, was he making it or was he? Was. He was. Okay. He wasn't just talking about it. Mm -hmm. I used to watch a lot of the Brothers Green back in the day, but then that kind of fell apart for reasons beyond my control, so. <laughs> beyond all of our controls. I really like their stuff, though. Yeah. And you can still find some of it online. You know what I don't get, babes? What? When people stop doing a YouTube channel and then they just take all the videos down. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's kind of like a podcast, right? Yeah. They, you know, it, even though, you know, maybe a certain couple does a podcast, not us, I mean other people, <clears throat> and they don't, they're not together anymore, so they take all the episodes down. I can kind of understand why, but it, it is kind of frustrating. At the same point, you would think that people know now about lost media. Mm -hmm. And there should be an effort to keep that stuff alive. So I was watching mm -hmm. a video early last week mm -hmm. about physical media and the movie Cocoon. Huh? Apparently, you can't buy it on any websites legally, mm -hmm. and it's not streaming anywhere legally. So the only way to get it is on DVD. Really? Yeah, unless you're like me and you found a solution back in the day. <laughs> yeah, we know what that is. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, we don't need to need them here because we, we've talked about them before. Yeah. And they were also talking about how they're now censoring streaming movies. Really? So the French connection is the one that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Also bad Lieutenant, the original with Harvey Keitel. Apparently Jeff Bezos doesn't want male nudity on his platform. What? And there's a quick scene where you can see Harvey Keitel's junk in the movie. What? Yeah. Since when did, I mean, this is, uh, well, I don't know. That's interesting. So the internet is basically becoming the Disney Channel all over again, even though it was it was sold as like faces of death. It's morphing into a family-friendly thing. I've never been for net neutrality. I think that um, if the internet is going to be accessible, then... You have to wear. You have to be aware of some things and just don't go to their websites. Exactly. Now, here's something that I found very interesting. Back in the day, in the '90s, I was I was kind of surfing the inter, um um YouTube. Mm -hmm. In I, the '90s? No, 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 no. Recently, like like a couple days ago. Okay, go ahead. Not in the '90s. You said back in the day in the '90s. Well, I, I was, was getting I was getting to where I was going to explain it, and you interrupted me, bubs. No. <laughs> You know what I want, babe? I'll give you a kiss after what I say. Ah, okay, fair enough. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Listen, boy. Go ahead. 
So I found this episode on Sally Jesse Raphael by accident, actually. I wasn't looking for it. But apparently in the 90s, somewhere, it might have been between 95 and 98, I'm guessing, there was a website where um, people would post rumors about high school students in whatever high school they were in. Yeah. Really horrible things like there was a girl that was on the show who um, uh, somebody posted a rumor about her that she pretended to be pregnant and that she never told her ex-boyfriend, but that wasn't true. She did. And that um, something else about her pregnancy and there was other websites like that. And the um, and they and these girls were not posting anything on these websites. People were posting stuff about them. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the webmasters who were on the show were saying, "Well, it's not our responsibility to to take them down because people are posting stuff." But but they had a website like that. I don't know. It's it they they make a they they try to say, "Well, you're taking away their free speech rights," but. But meanwhile, they're bullying people that are not even on the, these sites. Give me a kiss and then we'll get into a discussion about it. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Mm, yeah, yeah. What, do you, what do you think about that? Because, yes, they have a right to have a website like that. At the same time, when you've got people that aren't even posting on these sites yeah. and, they're, and um, guys and girls are posting rumors about them, and they didn't even know about it until they found the website. Well, I, I, I find it. This is a this is a complicated thing, and I'm going to tell you why. So you could make the argument that the people who are running these websites, where you're allowed to rant and rave about uh, high school kids, they're creeps for allowing that, and I think that's perfectly legitimate. However. Whenever we talk about censoring things or taking things off of a particular platform, you got to be very careful. So, yes, that sounds good to me. We shouldn't have websites where you can just bash teenage girls. And they weren't doing the bashing, by the way. They were letting this happen. Right. And I know. But and at the same time, where does it stop? So, for example, then I could say, well, you know, Alana... I'm not a Democrat, but I'm a lefty. So that means uh, I don't want anybody bashing Joe Biden on Facebook because I don't know if he can take it because he's a little bit older and he has dementia and it's not good for him to read stuff like that. And so then you just, you, you see what I'm saying? Well, you, it's a slippery slope and that well, argument could be used to kill the well, there are if you take it to the There extreme. are people that abuse free speech. Would you agree? I absolutely there, Because agree. there are people that have the right to have a website and they also have the right to personalize their website. If they don't want anything on it that is... Um, is uh you know if somebody hold on a second we have an instacart order coming y'all because alana didn't have flax seeds like she told me she did ouch no let me do this <laughs> bub you remember that bub stop it sorry babes i love you let's check in okay okay cool Okay, so they don't have to replace anything yet. Not anyway, yet. so it gets a little complicated because the the person who puts the website has every right to put a disclaimer on it saying, yes. hey, I want my website to be orderly and this is these are my stipulations. Yeah. And if people violate it, I think they have every right to take it down. Yes. 
I think if a website has the right to take anything down that they want. But but here's but, a, here's the thing though. This I web- actually wasn't finished making my point. I know. <laughs> but what? But at the same point, um, I don't think that the website uh, should be forced to take things down. If they say it ahead of time, like if they say, okay, you can't bash uh, a teenage girl on this website, and then they take down either the account or the post of the person who did it, that's one thing. But at the same it's just okay. talking. At the same time, it's like we don't want the government or anybody saying that the website needs to take certain things down. No, but it wasn't the government talking about it. This was um um this was a, a website that was started and, and it's a couple of websites that were started by um a, a, some teenage guys. Yeah. And they were letting um people spread rumors about other uh, about girls in their high school like there was a rumor about this girl who uh just because she had black hair uh people were saying that she uh was a devil worshiper and just because she had black hair just because she dressed differently they were saying that she didn't have any friends because of it yeah i mean really mean stuff yeah really mean stuff and this is like back in the 90s and these these um this one boy was on the show who was um who admitted to who admitted to spreading some of these rumors. Yeah, I don't think that's right. But, but I mean, but these guys aren't even looking into it. They're just letting people be bullied. And they're, they're saying, well, I don't want the rumors to get bigger. Well, well, why not say, I don't want any rumors at all. And yeah. say, hey, these girls don't deserve to be bullied. And they don't even, they didn't even take into account that these girls would be hurt and they're crying on stage. Not even... You know, and, and, and the girl who got pregnant, the girl, so she got pregnant and then she lost her baby because of a miscarriage. Okay. She um, broke up with her boyfriend who was a father and got together with another guy. But she was saying that all of her friends turned against her except for her boyfriend because of this website. Wow. So stuff like that. Like if you, if you let it go on and you know, it's going on, I, I honestly think that the, the, the website the webmasters have some kind of responsibility to say, Hey, this isn't right. I didn't like, I didn't want my website to be like that. I just, I, and, and this is not the government telling them to take it off. Yeah. So if you're saying a moral responsibility, yes, which I, it sounds like I misunderstood you at yeah. first. Yeah. I absolutely. It's a, it's a moral that. responsibility because it, it, it's not funded by the government. It's actually a teenage website with guys who are, um, not taking down posts of uh, gossip. And for the record, I didn't think it was funded by the government. What I thought you were trying to say is they shouldn't be, they shouldn't have the right to have this stuff on their website. No, no, no. I, I didn't mean it. That okay. No, 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 no. This is just a, a, a bunch of guys making um, bullying websites or, or keeping websites that allow, um, that are allowing um, bullying and bullying and gossip. And all, also let's keep in mind you're also getting worked up uh, at a program that's close to 30 years old. So the websites probably don't even exist anymore. They probably don't. They probably were taken down mm-hmm. somehow. But, but um, it, yeah, teenagers, teenagers have been allowed to do this to other teenagers. Yeah, I don't think that's cool, babes. No, no, it isn't. Oh. No, it isn't. It's, it's not right. And uh, there, there has to be some kind of, uh, there has to be some moral responsibility on the the people's um, part to um, to take down these posts if it's hurting people, I think. Mm. That's what I think. 
Yep, that sounds interesting there, little J. Wool. Yeah. That sounds interesting there. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying Sally Jesse Raphael. A little bit. Even though I do think that those talk shows are kind of bad for your brain, but you already know how I feel about that. They kind of are. And that's why you love them. Oh, my goodness. Oh, what's the new notification? Hold on. Just oh, God. Oh, God. Hold on. Hold on. I hate that. All right, I'm going to pause this. Pause was right, not now. Slide up or down. Clear. Okay. We're back. Kind of. <laughs> See, this is why I wanted you to do this earlier. So I know, be... but it just didn't work out that way, Bob. Well, I asked you to do it earlier, and you were just like, no, Bob, you don't be Yeah, fine. but it wouldn't even matter if I did it earlier. I could have gotten, like, inundated with a lot of messages because sometimes it happens. Yes, but we would have got it done before this, and we would have started work on the cinnamon rolls before this, too. Mm. Yeah, Bob, your way of doing things is too efficient for you. Bob, I didn't say that. <laughs> well, you're annoyed. Give me a kiss. No, I don't want to. How about to. you give me a kiss? No, I don't want Ah, oh, you need one. No. Yeah. yeah. Right. Don't you feel better now? <laughs> you yeah. are getting inundated with Instacart messages. I was, and this is like the first time it's really gotten pretty crazy. I mean, for a long time, because uh, usually it doesn't happen this way. We found out that J-Lo here really loves Ruffles chips. Like, I like Ruffles chips. I think they're great. But Alana, it's like, no, next no, level. no, 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 no. <laughs> let's, 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 let's give this some context. The guy shopping thought that, um, the replacement for the hamburger buns that I was buying was, uh, Ruffles. And I said, no, that's, that's not what it was. Well, then he said a thing that I figured there was a mistake because Ruffles was your replacement for everything. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's not right. <laughs> I'm glad he asked me that, but I'm like, yeah, that's that's not right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. But but I I like it. Sometimes I like it better if the shopper just gives me a call because then I'm talking to them directly and I don't have to get all these messages. I hear you. And I wish they would call me more honestly. Oh, interesting. Because sometimes it's like when I'm when they like if they have something and they're just about ready to leave, but they couldn't replace it though. Some of them will call me and say, Hey, um, I can't find such and such. Um, is it, do you want another replacement? And I'll ask them, is there such and such in the aisle? Mm -hmm. And they'll say, yes. Do you want me to get you, you that? And I'll say yes. And, or no, or refund it, you know? So, so I, I like it better when they call me personally, because then I, I'm not inundated with so many messages. I hear you babes. Yeah. Now, before I got an iPhone, it was different because I couldn't respond to them and they actually had to call me. So, oh, that's right. I keep forgetting that you used to order off of your laptop, right? Yes, I did. I used to order off of my laptop and I used to order off of my iPad. And for some context, the laptop that Alana had was like, no, it wasn't, it wasn't like 20 years old or anything. It, it was pretty old. 
it was it was slower but now uh you know i i could order i could use my my ipad too to order stuff yeah put it to you this way the laptop that alana had is so old that it used to be humphrey bogart's old laptop. hey he didn't have laptops oh good bubs point. yeah <laughs> stop it i love you babes we're gonna talk about humphrey bogart later yes but give me a kiss now no why i don't want to like, well don't you think that that's a sign that you're you being bad i'm being boy. misunderstood boy no, babes there's a difference give me a kiss give me a boy. kiss <sighs> by the way yesterday i can't remember if we talked about this you were taking a nap mm -hmm. and somebody has to get it through your head that i'm the never not good boy and apparently that somebody has to be me well i i was like I don't know. I was getting close to falling asleep, and then I all, all of a sudden they hear "often misunderstood boy, but never not good boy," and I'm, and I'm getting irritated. I'm like, "Stop it! What are you doing?" First of all, I thought you were in a deep sleep. Okay. Oh my goodness! All right, that's in like fifteen minutes. In what? That's in like fourteen, fifteen minutes. Okay. I thought you were in a deep sleep. Which is why I said that, because I wanted to penetrate your subconscious. And then you were doing something on your computer last night. I forgot. Oh, it was the picture from your flute choir you were trying yeah. to send them. I was forwarding it to my mom because she said that the other one, she wasn't able to see me as clearly. So, so you're, you're sitting down at your desk, and yeah. I go to you, and I go next to one of your ears, and I'm like, often misunderstood boy but never not good boy i do that about three times in each year and i'm trying to um not to uh get upset because i'm trying to forward this to my mom well i would think that if anything that's a good thing and you should be happy that i'm reminding you of this oh my goodness does anyone believe this yeah i do <laughs> does anyone believe I this do. at all that you're the never not good boy well i mean pretty much everybody besides for you <sighs> who's everybody Everybody besides for you. I doubt that any of your friends know about that. Well, they believe it. But anyways, babe, that's, that's not the point here. <sighs> yeah, it is. I was trying to help you grow as a human being. Help me grow as yes, a human being? By or, accepting or, me uh, for who I am. Or helping me laugh hysterically. Well, I don't know. <laughs> because of how ridiculous it sounds. I think if I were you, I would ask God for forgiveness because you know not what you're saying. <sighs> you're taking that... Scripture completely out of context. Oh my goodness. Well, I still love you, babes. <laughs> you. What? I don't know about it's you. It's okay to love. I love you, but you wheel it. I'm normal boy, babes. We all know that. Really? Yes. I don't know about that, bub. Truth be told, I wanted to make the cinnamon roll dough early this morning, but, and I sent you a list of ingredients. So I know, you said, but then I thought, I I seriously thought that I had flax seeds because I usually keep it in the door. Yeah. But I think what happened, yeah, of my fridge. But I think what happened is that I think my mom, the last time she was here, she was cleaning things out of the, the fridge and she might have thrown them out. Oh my goodness. Because I don't remember taking them out of my fridge unless we were um, using it for something and... I don't know where it is now, and I, I think she might have thrown it out with everything else that she threw out. Yeah. I personally would not let that stuff stand in my house, to somebody throwing stuff away from my fridge. Well, I mean, uh, there are I mean, there are things that need to go because they were old. Yeah. So I get that, but 
I don't like it when people go through my cabinets or go through my refrigerator and I know that that some people think that they're helping but it's really confusing to me don't you think that part of being an adult is taking responsibility for those things you don't know my mother and, well she does not she even if I told her please don't do that she wouldn't even she wouldn't listen okay well a way to handle this to say mom you can do this if you want but just be aware that the next time you come to town you're going to be paying for a hotel room you're, you're, uh, I'm not the kind of person to do oh, that much. Oh, okay. You may, you may have been able to do that to your mom, but this didn't work for me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> mom going your way. Okay, so, um, the Instacart driver should be here around 1210. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. So we'll have a lot of time to make the dough. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It does take time to make the dough, though. Yeah, it does. Put everything together. But I think it'll taste good. We're going to a concert tonight. Mm -hmm. We're going to see Siren songs again. I'm excited. I'm really so excited. So is Alana. Yeah. They do a good show. They do a very good show. And what I really like about their show that is unique to any of the other shows that we've seen, which doesn't take away from their greatness, but they um, do invite um, guests, uh, guest artists to uh, play with them on their songs. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. It is. I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm a little bit concerned. I'm sure we'll have enough time to make the cinnamon rolls, though. Uh-huh. You know. And even if we can't have them before we go, they'll make a good midnight snack or 11 p.m. snack, I guess, in this situation. When we get back. Well, we, I don't think we'll get back by 11, though. Okay. Probably 10.30. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. But it's good. We'll, we'll, we'll have a cinnamon roll before we watch Rhoda or yes, something. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Woda Wolves. Well, before we watch Gary and Rhoda. Gary and Rhoda. So let's talk about what happened yesterday afternoon. Okay. We sit down to watch the Gary and Rhoda program. It's it's called Rhoda, but Gary oh, is always there. Okay. You could have fooled me. My goodness. And by the way, this is nothing against the actor who plays Gary. Right. He is funny. He yeah. can be very funny. It yeah. I there's mean, too much of him. And there's too much of him. Mm -hmm. So they're hanging out at Rhoda's place, and this guy sends Rhoda all these gifts, and he wants to get together with her, take wine and dine her, basically. She has to dress up for this. She is sent a limousine, and the driver says, I'm going to take you to a place. I can't say where it is. So Rhoda first invites Brenda and then Gary, because of course he does. I, I, I just thought Gary was going to stay there and go back to his apartment. That would have made more sense. Yeah. They go there, and it turns out that it's Nick's friend. Johnny Venture. Yeah. <laughs> I did not like this episode. I didn't either. It felt like a sitcom. It, I didn't either, and I'm like, why couldn't it have been somebody that she really didn't know? Exactly. It would have been much better. And the premise, I mean, why would Gary be that in Rhoda that he spends basically, a th excuse me, $1,000 on her? Well, no, but he but he kissed Brenda, though. He did? Well, remember, he they left they left uh, Rhoda and Gary, um, sorry, Rhoda and... Um, oh, I meant Johnny. Why would Johnny? Johnny, yeah. yeah. You know what I meant. Yeah. yeah. You just have a funny way of saying it. Yeah. Oh, Bubs. Us dyslexics mm. say things funny. Yeah, they do. We do. Babes, I no tip. <laughs> no, you deserve that one, Bubs. Why? Why? 
Because you're, you're relentlessly making fun of me, buddy. Well, babes. God. Come on. Can I ask you a question? No. All right. Pretend I'm not asking this to you. If you were to know somebody who you suspected of being dyslexic, I don't count because we know that I'm dyslexic, right? Uh-huh. But if you knew somebody else who mixed up their words all the time and you just, there were the signs that they were dyslexic uh-huh. and they just refused to talk about it, would you wish that that person would at least get tested? No. Why not? Because it's not my business. Oh. If I really wanted to know and they're not going to tell me, I'll ask their parents. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go behind their back and ask their parents. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Above. Yes. Come on. Ah, no, no, you deserve that no, one. But you're, you're very, you really don't like talking about this. Because I'm not dyslexic. Okay. This is my use. Stop it. Noise. <laughs> no kisses for you. Yeah, kisses for me. No, I don't Yeah, want give me a kiss. No. Give me a kiss. And the groceries kiss. are coming soon. All right, well, good. So, well, so am I. But give me a kiss. Bugs! <laughs> give me a kiss, babes. No. All right, give me a kiss. You don't deserve one. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but you, yeah, but guess what? You deserve a, a kiss, and you, it helps you get less mad. So, let's kiss him. I just think, babes. No, hold on, hold on. No, I you're really, very, I really know you're what you very, No, but you're very reactionary about the whole discussion. Well, I think I have the right to be, don't I? Well, you have the right to feel however you want to feel, but I do think it would make your life easier. And put it to you this way. You don't believe that you're dyslexic, right? Oh, my goodness. Hold on, I'm going to pause this. Oh, I don't know that. But it's not him? It's a Utah number, Bugs. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, well, sometimes I'm people, well, sometimes uh, people have out-of-state numbers. No, it's not him. You know what's going to happen. It's going to turn out that it's him. No, it's not. Okay. It's a Utah number, and I've never gotten a Utah number calling me from Instacart. Sometimes it's like a 312 number or or a 206 number. Okay, so what I'm saying, babes, getting back to the dyslexia thing, you know that you're not dyslexia. I know I'm not And dyslexia. you know that I'm wrong, right? Yes. Wouldn't it be great to shut me up for good about this? Well, what, if you really want to, if you really want to know, you could just ask my mom. She knows everything that I've been tested for, and I've never been te- I never have had to be tested for. It. Am I? I'm telling you, that's probably Instacart. Now it is. All right, he's on the way up. All I'm saying, babes, is if you got the test, then you'd shut me up for. But you. there's no reason for me to take the test. It, it wouldn't it be. There weird? is no reason for me to take the test because I've never been tested for dyslexia. I've never had dyslexia, and I just don't understand why you're, you keep on pushing it. I'm going to give you a good reason to get the test. No, as in, and, and the only reason you would give is because it would shut you up. Yeah, isn't that good enough reason? Oh, but babes, we need that recorder. Record it. I'm not very happy with you right now. Why not? Because why? you keep on bringing this up, but it's very annoying. Why is it annoying? Because you, you just... You're, you're, I'm being the butt of your joke again. All right, all right. Let's get back to Rhoda then. Mm. What? You know you don't want to get back to Rhoda? I do. <laughs> well, yeah, well, say sorry. I love you. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're not open to discussing this. Like an adult. <laughs> Come on, babe. You do got a minute. It's kind of funny. No, it's not. All right, give me a kiss then. Because I haven't been kissed today. And I think maybe that's why I'm so ornery. No, you've been I, kissed. I don't remember being kissed today. But it was like five minutes ago. I don't remember that. No, you're going to have to work for this. 
I'm walking. I'm walking to get kissed. Okay, I'm walking. Yeah, he wants to give me a kiss. The groceries are here. All right, well, give me a kiss, and then we'll go get them. Okay. I love you, honey. Okay, come on. All right, we're gonna pause this. (laughs) Pause. All right, we are back. Alanis. Sorry. (laughs) Hitting the recorder, but see, it's cooled down a little bit. Yeah. And uh, we will not be talking about the dyslexia stuff for the duration of this episode. You better not. You better not, bubs. What are you doing, babes? Uh, just checking if the voiceover is off of my phone. It is. Okay. <laughs> All right. But anyways, we watched that episode of Rhoda, and it wasn't that good. No, we, I didn't like it. No. I just, I just like, why couldn't it have been somebody else? Like, this is one of those episodes where they shouldn't have brought Johnny Venture back. No. He just... He just wasn't funny. It didn't make any sense to me. It wasn't. He wasn't a good character. He was kind of sleazy. He wasn't funny. Uh, Nick Lobo is funnier though. Yeah, the next episode involved Nick, and I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. Nick Lobo decides yeah. to take a regular job. Well, yeah. basically, he told his dad about five years earlier that he'd commit to the accordion, and that after that five-year period had ended... He'd go uh, work for the family business. Yes, assuming that things didn't work out. Trash collecting. And so he's really depressed. Your girl Rhoda is breaking out. They go to Nick's place, clean up and help him, and then he goes back to the accordion. (laughs) Yeah. This would feel unbelievable to me if I didn't know people who were like Nick. Yeah. Yeah, like I told you, I told you this, I had the realization, I know I, Rick keeps bringing up the blind caffeine dyslexia, that's what I'm known for. Yeah. But uh, I couldn't put my finger on it, but Nick reminds me of Rosh from the Blind Cafe in some uh-huh. ways. So I believe this episode. Yeah. Now, I didn't believe that Rhoda would be so giddy at the end of it once he finds out why her skin was breaking out, but it was because he was eating cottage cheese. Yeah. But I still liked it. Yeah, which I thought it was a funny thing to uh, break out over because I don't like cottage cheese anyway. No. We both don't. But whatever you're into. I remember being a real little kid. Yeah. And I'm talking about pre-preschool. And I only know that because I heard the term, oh, because I heard the term cottage cheese a lot. And I liked regular cheese. So I thought, oh, I bet this is good stuff. And then I had it in preschool and I didn't like the taste of it. That's gross. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why people would have um, cottage cheese with pineapple. Yeah, that's gross. I mean, it that is, is good in some recipes, but by it's, itself, I don't really It's only that. good, like, in lasagna because you don't taste it. Mm-hmm. The ricotta cheese, cottage cheese, but I don't like cottage cheese. I think it's really gross. Yeah, it's kind of like eggs. No, by the it's, way, no it's not like eggs. I think I think cottage cheese is even worse than that. Oh, wow. I do. You know what I was thinking recently? What? I oh, wonder. What were thinking? Oh, come on, babes. Mike, you're worse. You pick on you. Yeah, it's white. <laughs> yeah, you can't have all the fun. I, I'm not having all the fun, believe me. Yeah. But I wonder if I have like a mild allergy to eggs. Like, I... not full blown, because then whatever I ate that had eggs in it, I'd be disgusted by. But because like just the smell of it can set me off. I don't think it's an allergy. I think it's um I think it's a psychological thing, honestly. Oh my goodness. Because you've had bad experiences with your parents cooking them. Yeah, but my parents also cooked other stuff that they weren't good at cooking but either. I, I think it's a I honestly think it's a psychological thing. And it's po- it's possibly that 
it's possible that it may even be just the texture too. And I mean, I don't like oatmeal's texture by itself, but I can still eat it in things. Um, and I've grown up with having, you know, eggs for breakfast many times because my, my family would make them and they were really good. So I, I, I don't know that you're allergic to eggs. I think it's, it might be a psychological thing. Yeah, but maybe I should get tested for that. I don't know, maybe. Just to rule it out as a possibility. But you know what's really interesting to me? What's there that? are people that have been, that were lactose intolerant as kids, and then they kind of grew out of it as they got older. Oh, by the way, this leads to an interesting discussion. Right. So Vlad TV had Todd Bridges on recently. Uh-huh. And I guess he was in a milk commercial as a little kid. Yep. Okay, I I'm too young to remember. I don't those remember. I don't remember that. I, I I think I think I might have seen him in one of them at least. Okay, so he drinks a bunch of milk when they're suiting this, and he said that he became lactose intolerant. Yeah. But he said the interesting thing is we put a lot of chemicals into our food over here in America. But he said the interesting thing is whenever he goes overseas, he's perfectly fine with the milk that they have in Europe. It's probably because they don't put any extra additives and it's not pasteurized. Yeah. And if we would have just uh, left the, the cow's milk alone, and I know some people like goat's milk, which isn't for me, but... Now, I will uh, say this. Yeah. I think uh, one of my relatives said that I'm allergic to goat's milk because when I was a baby... Uh, and my mom took me off the titty. They tried to give me goat's milk. And I had, apparently I started crying and broke out in rashes. And whatnot. Oh, yeah. wow. Broke out in rashes. And... That's what they said. But that was only the one time you had goat's milk. I don't know. I, apparently they did some tests and I'm allergic to goat's milk. Well, why would they give you goat's milk? I don't understand. Because a lot of people, and uh, it's common belief, and not just back then, but also now, that if you're going to wean a baby off of breast milk, goat's milk is a good replacement. Huh. Yeah. Because I don't think my mom gave us well i mean i didn't i wasn't able to have breast milk because i was in an incubator for three months yeah and by then my mom didn't have enough milk to give us so yeah uh we had to get on the bottle right away oh so we weren't able to have breast milk oh i say you should take a baby right don't even feed them breast milk first meal should be a steak they're not going to be able to eat it oh, good point they don't have any teeth oh good point yeah, and it and it from what I, what I understand because I don't remember, um, it hurts when a baby a baby starts to teeth. So okay, give them the steak, but what you do is you blend the steak up. Oh, yuck! What do you think about that thing, actually? Whoa! No, but I've heard stories about moms and dads. I like, have too. Bub. Sorry, go ahead. By the time the baby is three, they're like a hundred pounds because they keep eating any like donut or ribs or whatever and i'm like what are you feeding your child yeah that's a little bit insane i think that's rare though uh, yeah i don't think it's a big percentage of parents that would do that because they usually start them on on milk and um until they get to solid foods do you remember in like 2010 there was this mm -hmm. video that went viral from this kid i want to say it was from jamaica and the kid was two years old and smoking cigarettes uh no yeah no 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 how did that happen uh, I mean, I guess the parents just I, gave the kids cigarettes and I, got used to it. I don't remember that video, but I know that there was a an anti-cigarette commercial in the 90s, and it shows a kid um, having a hard time breathing yeah. because of secondhand smoke. I told you my uh, stepmom's uh, son 
had asthma as a kid, but whenever he would come over and visit, they'd always make sure to roll up the windows in the car so that they could make sure that the smoke went back to him. Went back to him? Yes, because what they would do is they'd roll up the windows in the car and yeah, just start writing their cigarettes that, and then make fun of him for having that asthma. That is so cruel. Yeah. I'm, yeah, you told me that story like more than once, actually. Oh, yeah. How, how cruel are these people? I don't know, but now you get a sense of why I have the sense of humor that I do. That's really mean. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, you have a very sick sense of humor. Oh, but where do you think I got it from, babes? Um, I got it from people you told me to respect. My your mama? Oh, my goodness. Well, this was my stepmom and my oh, dad. No stepmom. But you can make the argument that my mom's just as guilty because she fell for my dad. You know how this stuff works. Right. Yes. But uh, I'm told to respect these people, but yet not emulate anything they did. Isn't that interesting, babes? We tell kids. How, how come you're shaking? I'm not shaking. I, I shake all the time, babes. Okay. I'm always shaking my legs. But isn't it interesting that we always tell kids it doesn't matter how evil or wicked your the adults in your life are. You need to respect them above all else. That's really, I mean, I don't understand it either. Either, Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, like, the only reason why you would respect them is that they gave you life. But the but if they weren't there for you, if they weren't, um, if they didn't, if they didn't um, act as if they were your parent, right? Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's just probably, thank you. Thank you for using Instacart. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. If they weren't there for you and they treated you like you were a problem to them or or they just treated you like like you were their best friend, then it would be very hard to tell someone to have respect for their mother mm -hmm. or their father because you would think that you should. I mean, the only reason why a child should respect their parents is because they gave them life. But if they weren't there for them, then that's they can't give them any more respect that they can. Right. I just, it's one thing if they had a mother and father that was always there for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, th that's different. And the parent yeah. makes mistakes, but they try their best and all this. I stuff. mean, my dad made a lot of mistakes, but I, but I, but he always did tell us that he loved us. Mm. It wasn't like we didn't know that. It was just, he just had a funny way of showing it sometimes. Yes. Well, and I, it wasn't like, you know. Yeah. I treat my dad like Rodney Dangerfield. I get no respect. No respect at all. No respect at all. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Or the mother who puts men above her kids. Yeah. Luckily, you know I mean? my mom didn't do that. Uh, other, you know, if the if a mother put <laughs> if a mother put men above her kids and and kind of put the men first instead of her kids, mm -hmm. I can understand why they wouldn't have why they would have. A problem respecting her for that. Yeah. Because because her priorities were messed up. Yeah. And if a if a man's prior priorities are messed up, then they would have a um a hard time uh respecting their father. So I don't know if they did a funeral for my dad or not. My inclination is actually no, just because I never saw anybody post anything about it on Facebook, right? But they, they might have just decided not to post anything. Um and, but I'm really glad that I didn't have the pressure of having to say, I'm not going to that, uh, you know? Yeah. I mean, why would you, if you're, if your dad wasn't there for you for 20 plus years yeah, and you've pretty much 
you pretty much ended that, then there wouldn't be a reason. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's like, what would you, what would anybody expect? Because you, you, your relationship with him was very strained. I mean, I did tell a friend of mine that the one reason I might want to go is just to bring you there as eye candy. Who is, who did you tell? My former workout buddy who held the event where we met. Yeah. Well, yeah, all, all, all you would be using me for is I can't. At the funeral, babes. No. At the funeral, just like, babes. Just like the reason why you would want me to meet your ex is because you want to use me for eye candy. Oh, babes, come on. Why? You could also brag to my exes about all the things we make together, yeah. how funny I am, what I've turned you on to as far as art goes. And yeah, how I don't need to talk to your exes about it. I've liberated you in a lot of ways. Did you? Yep. I don't know about that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I carry my earbuds. Bubs! So you can, you can be around my exes to brag to them about no, my I don't need to talk greatness. To, I don't need to talk to them just as much as and, you don't. Bubs? Yes. I don't need to talk to them just as much as you don't need to talk to my exes. How, in a lot of ways, I'm like a fine wine. I just keep getting better with age. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. I love you, babes. Mm. You're a little bit feisty this morning, babes. You're a little bit ornery. No, I'm not. Somebody has to keep you in line, bubs. You've got, uh, no. Somebody's got Why? to keep you in line. Why? Because you're not being really good. Babe. I am being good, boy. I'm being yeah, misunderstood, being boy. Really Remember, babes? Mm. Often misunderstood, boy. But never not good boy. Oh my. Remember the first part of that saying, babes. That old saying. That old saying? Yes, you made that one up. I don't know who did. It doesn't really matter, but it's an old saying. And I think there's a lot of wisdom in it. Bud? Yes. What if? Oh, my goodness. Mm. Give me a kiss. No. Okay. I'll, you I'll already had Well, me. then I get to have another one. No. Isn't that something? I love you, babes. I love you, babes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're being on. No, I'm not. How am I being on? Yeah, you already know. No. Listen to this episode. Oh, I think I'm being a good boy. No, you're not. I think you're the one who's getting a little bit triggered. And it doesn't mean I don't love you, babes. No. And whose fault was that, babes? That I got, that you got triggered. I think it's, I think in some ways, uh, you could stand to be a little bit less sensitive about some stuff. But that's just me. And we can drop it if you want. It's all in the delivery. You didn't deliver it very well. Oh, oh. Bubs. Oh, oh. I still love you, babes. Mm-hmm. 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 Or if we're going to do anything else, we can say, I love you, bubs, but I don't understand what's going on right now. However, I also know that you're the never not good boy. So could you walk me through your behavior right now? Oh, my goodness. Well, all I have to say is at least I know that you're not going to poison my drinks. Okay. <laughs> I'm referring to the Humphrey Bogart oh, movie yes. last night. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> At least I know that you're not out to kill me, so that's good. No, no, no. No. <laughs> well, I mean, we can make this a shorter one and maybe get to the movies. What are you thinking? Yeah, we can talk about the movies, yes. Okay, so first we watched an HBO documentary called Defending My Life, directed by Rob Reiner about his good friend, Albert Brooks. It was great. I really enjoyed it, actually. I did, too. I thought he was... 
I thought that what the things that he laughed at, I, I was laughing too, and the jokes that he um was um talking about when, or or we saw clips of his stand up comedy. We also saw uh clips of his father's um or heard clips of his father's um show Meet Me at Parkies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an Albert Brooks fan, but I'm not like hardcore. Yeah. I enjoy some of his movies. I think he's a really talented person, but I don't go deep into his filmography. Me neither. And we had talked about maybe next weekend doing like an Albert Brooks weekend. Yeah, that might be interesting. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. We saw clips of his uh, movie called Real Life. Yep. And it was supposed to be a parody of like a reality show, I think. But it was made in the 1970s. Yeah. So I think it's a parody of An American Family, which I think was a only reality show out at that time. An American family. What was that one about? It, it basically followed this family through the course of the year mm-hmm. and it's on PBS or it was, I've heard about the show. I've never seen it. It's really hard to find. I, I, I haven't either. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when did it come out in the seventies or? Uh, that's what I just said. Like no, an American family. That's what I just said. It came oh. out in the early seventies. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. It predates the real world by about 20 years. Yeah. But very few people talk about the show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he made Modern Romance. He made Lost in America. Yeah. Uh, he got an Oscar nomination for broadcast news. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't realize that. Um, I totally forgot about that because we watched broadcast news. That wasn't my favorite movie, though. No, but he's really good in it. Yeah. Yes. So is Holly Hunter. Yes. Yeah. And then, of course, Defending Your Life. Mother, The Muse, and then that other movie he made about going overseas. I forgot the name of it. Um, and he's been in other movies. I forgot that he was in Taxi Driver. And yeah. he's good in that movie, too. The, the Muse sounds interesting. Yeah. I think next weekend we might want to do Real Life, Modern Romance, Mother, and The Muse. Yeah, that might, that sounds good, actually. Yeah. I've never seen Mother. I do remember that it was... um being promoted uh when i was a junior in high school there's the great line in that movie and they showed the clip of it but i always liked it before then where he's talking to his mom i think it's near the beginning of the movie and she Uh says i love you and they're on the phone and right before he hangs up he says i know you think you do (laughs) (laughs) i know you think you do and then someone's like yeah that's a line that i'm going to use yeah (laughs) i know you think you do (laughs) So that was fun, <laughs> and I and I remember in the in the um the preview of it when he was trying to hang up the phone and she's like hello hello she's like hi it's like uh, mother you're still on the phone. <laughs> I wish that he would have written and directed more films, hmm. because I don't know you have a uh, uh, real life. And then there's, I think there's like an eight-year break between that and Modern Love. Mm -hmm. And then I want to say Lost in America is two years later. But then there's an eight-year gap between that and when he made Defending Your Life. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know that he did broadcast news in between that, but he's only an actor in that movie. So I don't know. I wish that he would have produced more work. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's really strange that nobody like Netflix came to him and said, would you direct a movie for us? I just thought a lot of his um, comedy clips were funny. It's like, this isn't me. Yeah, him on The Tonight Show. Yeah. 
It was really cool. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And and he was talking about how his dad died and how they kind of um, made it a little bit funny because they got someone to, to get up there and sing. And he sang, there's... Um, there's no, I think there's like, he said, there, there's there no will be, tomorrow. There will be no tomorrow or whatever it was. I actually knew that story before the documentary, but it's a good one for people who don't really know yeah. that much about him. There's no tomorrows. And he was talking about how his mother would turn off his radio. Mm-hmm. And one night his mother didn't turn off his radio. And that's how he knew that his dad died. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> and that, go ahead. It sounded like he was pretty close to his dad, but his dad was an older uh, father. Yeah. And he said that his dad was sick his entire life, meaning Albert's entire life. I believe his brother is Super Dave Osborne. Really? Yeah, but he took that stage name. Okay. And he and he died. Yes. And I remember he used to be, um, he used to have like a show on Fox, I think. I know the name Super Dave. But I don't know his stuff. It sounded to me like he did like a bunch of stunt stuff. Yeah. But I, that's all I remember him. He was he was Super Dave on uh, Fox. Oh, good. I think. Yeah. Yes. Then we watched a really good movie that I know Alana wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is a very interesting movie. It was called The Two Mrs. Carols with Humphrey Bogart, and he's a he's a very good villain in this movie. Yes. This is why I was telling you this last night. This is why you know Humphrey Bogart is the goat because there's so many examples of great Humphrey Bogart performances. Uh huh. Like, if you put on a Humphrey Bogart movie, it might not be the best film ever, but chances are you're going to get something out of it. Absolutely. And especially mm-hmm. if he's with, um, he's acting with his, um, his widow, um, or soon to be widow, Lauren Bacall. Yeah, I mean they were really good together. They were. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell me more about this movie. So, um, there's a woman named Sally who um, he got together with, and I think he, am I correct that he got together with her before his wife died? Yes. So he was having an affair with her, and. Um, um, she wasn't going to marry him because she found out that he was still married. Mm-hmm. He didn't divorce. Well, she ends up dying. The first wife. The first wife ends up dying. That's yes. Sally. Sally ends up marrying him. And he is a is a painter and he's been doing this portrait. And the portrait he did was of his dead wife as the angel of death. Mm-hmm. Go on, please. Humphrey Bogart and the wife, the first one, had a kid together who is wise beyond her years. Her, her name, name is B. And fast forward some time, and now Humphrey Bogart's remarried. She's a stepmom to B. Humphrey Bogart is, what's his character's name in this movie? Um, Jeffrey. Je- Jeffrey Carroll. Jeffrey is having issues creating new art. One day, this girl comes by the house named... Cecily. Cecily. Cecily Latham. And she's supposed to be the new muse. Uh, her and um, her mother come, and she, she wants to be the new muse, but she also is attracted to um, Jeffrey Carroll. Correct. And Jeffrey owes some money to a bookie. He's having trouble paying. Finally, one night, he decides to go and... Oh, sorry. I think it's a quote again. He does, that's okay. He decides to go by... And see his bookie 
and ends up killing him. Now B is under the impression. I guess she's not just under it. She's going to go away mm-hmm. to a different school. Yeah, because she because um, she was under the impression that he um, got a phone call from um, somebody um, that was arranging uh, for her to go to this private school. Well, it's it's said or that at one point school. in the movie, and yeah. at another point, he tells B that Cecily came over right. and got her into the school. So we're not exactly sure. We're not exactly sure, but anyway, um, um, Christine told Sally that Mister Blagden uh, called, um, and Sally uh, Sally didn't like Mister Blagden at all. She's like, "This is this is an evil man," and <clears throat> you know what did he have to do with this? Yeah, Mr. Blagden presumably called to get B into the school. Right. So Sally's saying her goodbyes and asking a few more questions about B's real mom. And she says that, you know, father used to give her her milk and she got really sick and she got these headaches. And that starts your girl wondering, is he doing this to me? So Sally and B break into his art room and see a picture Mm -hmm. that... Jeffrey's been working on, and it kind of looks like B, but is the angel of death now, right? Uh, Sally, it looks like Sally, right? I'm sorry, Sally, as the angel, yeah, of death. as the angel of death, yes, and she faints exactly. And we're thinking that she's gonna die because she was having these he- headaches as well. I'll give it back to you, then. yeah. So she wakes up, she's she's doing fine, but um, Sally tells B, Well, your father wants you to pack now. Um, because you're going to be leaving on the 11 o'clock train. Cecily tells Jeffrey, I'm going to go away to Europe and you can come with me on Friday when your daughter leaves or after your daughter is gone. So Jeffrey packs her, you know, make sure that B's packed. She gets in Christine's car and Christine's a maid. Christine ends up driving B to the station and, and taking her there. Or, yeah, um, taking her to the train station, that which leaves um, Sally and Jeffrey alone. Sally says, um, I need to go to bed. I'm, I'm very uh, tired and I'm not feeling good. And uh, Jeffrey's like, oh, why don't I um, make you some milk? And she's thinking, um, can I drink it down here? So he gives her the milk. She throws the milk on the on the window, right? It's outside the, outside window, the window, but some of it splashes on the seal inside. I don't know if we need to give every single detail yeah. away. Uh, but is yeah, I don't know if is there anything else you want to say about this movie? Um, yes, he uh, justice has come and and he is taken away from the house. But I think we should mention that the funny part of it is that um the, when the officers come and take him away and. Um, he's like, would you gentlemen like some milk? <laughs> would you gentlemen like a drink? Uh, some they milk, refuse it, though. Some milk, perhaps? Yes. This is a really good film, and it it's reminded us both of the house on Telegraph Hill. Yep. For obvious reasons, there was supposed to be a murder there. It also had a little kid, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Whatever, whatever. He was trying to would say. He was trying to po- poison her with juice instead yes. of milk. yes. But this is a good film. It came out before The House on Telegraph Hill. We recommend it. Yes. Yes. Very good. Yes. Babes. Yeah. I had dreams last night, but 
they kind of went in and out of my head. So you gave me some pill. I don't know if you were trying to pull a Sally or Humphrey. No, Bogart. no, no, no. It was just a, a natural um, a pill. It was it was uh, from the Mill Loop Company, and and um, it worked really good. For well, me. yeah. So I'm starting to fall asleep, and I'm almost out, and then I get woken up for. A reason that I don't think it's that important. It's not important. <laughs> and the reason was... Bubs! What? You said it's not important. I know, but we're archiving our lives here. Ugh. The reason was a blanket that Alana was not using was about to fall off the bed. So I'm like, what? <laughs> but I, I make sure that the blanket doesn't fall off the bed. And I'm like, oh God, I hope I fall back to sleep. What? I'm telling you my emotions, Oh, bitch. okay. And then luckily, I'm almost out instantly after that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the blanket stayed on the bed or not, but I slept until like 7.30 this morning. I woke up briefly around 5, but I, that was only for like a minute. Yeah, I was out too. And I think it took about like maybe 10 to 15 minutes and I was gone. Yeah. Um, But I had a really weird dream. Tell me. So in this dream, I was staying at these people's house and this girl named Maggie shows up and I think she's like, oh, I could help you with different things and blah, blah. I'm like, okay, this is weird. And she asks me, hey, um, why don't I take you into my vehicle? It looks like a TV, but it's, it's my van. And, uh, you know, she said, would you like to um, go on a little cruise? I'm like, okay, we, we weren't even gone for too long. Yeah. But it was very strange. And then we come back to where I was and she's like, um, yeah, I'm married to this guy named Glenn, but I'm a little bit torn because I love being around him, but I also want to be around this girl, Gwen. And I also want to, and, and then I realized that she wants to be around me too. And I'm like, this girl's weird. But before she leaves, I said, uh, Maggie, there's a knot in my shoulders. Do you think you get that out? And then that was it. Nice. Very good. It was babes. a weird dream. I yes. don't even know why. Yes, yes. She sounded, her voice sounded like somebody I knew, but I didn't really know this. I didn't know this person at all. It just sounded like a, a, a familiar voice that I've heard. Nice. It's weird. I, I've, yeah, it's a weird dream. Well, babes. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we, we wrap this up and get to work <laughs> on the cinnamon rolls? No, I don't think so. Right, give me a kiss. Why? Because you need one, and I forgive you. No. My goodness. <laughs> All right, babes, last chance. Um, last chance to say anything. Uh, New York, it's your last chance. Oh my goodness! All right, bye bye <laughs> for now. Bye bye. Bye bye.